I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome to episode number 10, dealing with social anxiety and learning how to bring the joy. How are you doing? My husband and I just spent the loveliest weekend together in Las Vegas, watching the Raiders and Chiefs play. Our son has season tickets and gave us tickets to this game so that we could go enjoy some football. That was a Christmas present. Thank you, Chris. And so I suppose by the time this episode airs, it will be old news, but man, we had a good time together. I was really hoping the little fabulous Taylor Swift would be there, <laughs> but not so. She was still out of the country on her tour, but it was a great game anyway. And I loved spending some alone time with my husband. I just feel so grateful that he's my favorite person. It has taken a lot of work to get us to where we are now, but holy moly, I am so grateful we did it. Our marriage is everything I could ever want or hope for, and I really credit coaching. It really has made the biggest difference, created so many miracles in my life. And my hope with this podcast is that I can pay it forward. I want to give you some free resources that will help you to create what you want to experience in this life too. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about something that has become a bit of an epidemic in our country. And I think it was really fueled by living through a worldwide pandemic of COVID that kept us all isolated and away from other people and actually made us fear other people being around them a little bit. And so we're going to talk about social anxiety. I want you to think for a moment, have you ever walked into a room full of people, either at a party or an event, a meeting, um, and just felt super uncomfortable or self-conscious? If your answer is no, well, you're a special unicorn and this episode is likely not for you. However, for the rest of us mortals, we know exactly how this feels. So what exactly is social anxiety? Let's define it. So that you'll know exactly what we're talking about here. Google defines it this way. It's, I'll just read the quote to you. It says, social anxiety disorder is an intense, persistent fear of being watched and judged by others. This fear can affect work, school, and other daily activities, and it can make it hard to make and keep friends. It's pretty normal to feel a little nervousness or some fear in some social situations. This is just part of being a human. So for example, if you're going out on a, at a date with someone new, you're starting a new job, giving a presentation, maybe teaching a class or a lesson or something. These are things that may cause those feelings of butterflies in your stomach. Totally normal. It's just part of being pushed a little outside of our comfort zone. But when we let that fear interfere with our life experience and keep us from engaging in the things that we want to engage in, then it becomes a problem. Boy, did I feel this when I was a kid. I've already shared with you that when we were grown, when I was growing up, we moved a lot 
And it seemed I was always trying to find a friend, trying to fit in, right? Well, there was this picture of me. I actually ripped it up when I found it a few years later because it reminded me of how uncomfortable I was. I just hated that I felt this out of place, but it was probably from somewhere around the fourth grade or so. And I was at a friend's birthday party and I'm pretty sure my mom had called me and gotten me an invitation because they were cool girls and I really wasn't and bless her heart for trying. But in the picture, I was so clearly uncomfortable. I had my hands like tucked into the cushions of the couch. Like I was wishing it would swallow me up and make me invisible. I just really recall those feelings of insecurity and wanting so desperately to be liked and fit in really such a horrible feeling. And I think that this is a natural part of maturation. It's something every human being kind of has to grapple with learning how to find our place in the world and growing into love for ourselves. But when it continues into adulthood without being addressed, we really stunt our own growth by refusing to put ourselves into any situation that feels uncomfortable. And when we allow ourselves to sort of bathe in self-consciousness or embarrassment, because we fear being scrutinized or judged negatively by other people, we can really restrict or limit the amount of joy that we feel. And this is not God's plan for us. In second Nephi two twenty five, it says, Men, and I'll add women here, women are that they might have joy. That's our whole purpose of this existence. God doesn't want us to be limited or to play small in our lives. Just as I hope for my children, I believe their greatest desire is that we come to this earth and we delight in our experiences here. This life is a gift and we're not meant to hide from it. So let's take a moment and break this down and help you figure out how to shift your thinking so that you can feel happy and engaged and also offer those unique gifts of yours to the world. I like to think of anxiety as the worry portion of fear. Most worry is simply bad management of our own thinking. Worry is this emotion that's caused by asking a question that the brain can't solve. Like what if this bad thing happens or what if this person thinks this thing of me or what if they don't like me, you fill in the blank, right? And then because the brain has no concrete data to work with, it spins on and on forever coming up with a million different answers to those questions, to every possible version of what could go wrong. This is really great news if you're a worrier, because once you learn how to manage your mind, you'll feel so much more peaceful. So let's start by becoming very clear and honest with ourselves about what the situation really is. Now, I want to make a quick disclaimer here. For some people, anxiety is produced by a chemical imbalance in the body, and it does require medication. My mom's a perfect example of this. She had a back surgery, and then she broke her back and she's had a lot of anxiety and it's not because she's worried, but there is some contraindication with her med meds or something like that. That's causing this. Like it's not produced by her thinking if this is just a physical sensation in her body rather than an emotion that is created by her thinking. So there are definitely people out there who do need medication. Um, just like 
those who would be diagnosed with depression or any other malady that might need that a little bit of hormonal help or, or, um, chemical help. That's not the kind of anxiety I'm talking about today for the majority of us. We don't need medication for our social anxiety. What we need is the tools to think on purpose so that we can create a better emotional state for ourselves. Many women will excuse this anxiety away by labeling themselves as an introvert because of their discomfort. They determine that they just don't like to be around other people. So we got to dig a little deeper and ask some questions. So think about these as I'm reading them to you, or as I'm saying them to you, think about them for yourself. Why don't I want to be around other people? Am I truly an introvert or am I insecure and self-focused? What am I thinking about? That's making me feel so terrible. Am I thinking about my clothes, my weight, the way other people are looking at me or judging me? Am I afraid I'll say something stupid and someone might laugh at me or be critical? Maybe I'm comparing myself to all of the other women in the room and beating myself up for my perceived deficiencies. So many of us are uncomfortable in social situations, but it has nothing to do with the people we're surrounded by and everything to do with the thoughts in our own minds. When we worry about the way other people perceive us, we focus on ourselves. And when we're focused on ourselves, we dim our light. I heard this quote recently and I really loved it. It made me stop and think, and it goes like this. There are two types of people in the world. One walks into the room and announces, here I am. And the other walks into the room and says, oh, there you are. The truth of this quote made me take a good hard look at myself and ask, which one am I? So think about it for a moment. Which one are you? And who do you enjoy being with? The one who's only thinking of their self? or the one who's genuinely glad to see you and interested in knowing how you are. So the way we shift out of this state of social anxiety is to forget about ourselves, forget about our flaws, our insecurities, and train our brain to think about the other people there. You can be the one to bring the joy to the party. You can be the one who lights up the room. You can be the one to make a difference for someone else who's struggling with social anxiety. We got to get curious about the people around us and ask, who needs me? Who needs a friend? Who needs someone to talk to, someone to listen? And then decide I can be that person. It just takes one person. When we show up with love and genuine interest for other people, the focus shifts away from ourselves and we're able to be authentic and engage in building relationships, which is what we all deeply want. We've got to decide ahead of time. So as you're getting ready for your event, consider how you want to show up. What kind of energy do you want to bring? One of my favorite mentors, Brendan Burchard, he has this awesome ritual that he employs every time he crosses a doorway. As he's entering a room, in his mind, he repeats, I am here to bring the joy. Don't you love that? I love that so much. It's a decision that he makes each and every time that he will lift someone else. He will serve someone else. He will bring joy to someone he meets. 
And with that mindset, he creates an intention and then his behaviors and his communications with other people are sincere. They're real. They're not self-focused. He seeks opportunities to lift the other people in the room up to be curious and give full attention in a way that brings joy to everyone he meets. There is nothing better than having someone who's genuinely interested in you, right? Think about all the people that you know and love so much. They're kind, like they really care to know you. They care how you are. They care what you have to say. Being curious and a good listener is such an important skill to develop. And it's simply a decision that we make. Here's the hard truth. It's no one else's job to like you. That's your job, your work. And when you like you, others are attracted to that. It breeds safety. It it kind of creates this calm around you that feels safe and inviting. So make sure that you're being kind to you. Make sure that the things you say to yourself are friendly. The more we're true to ourselves, the more we have our own backs and treat ourselves with love, the more we can connect with other people by showing kindness to them. And we contribute to the goodness in the world overall. You have gifts that only you can give. And every single day, you have the clean slate when you wake up. You have a chance every single morning to make changes, to become the person that you want to be. You just have to decide to do it. So decide that today's the day. Practice curiosity. Practice being interested in other people. Direct your brain to find what you love about them and tell them, share those compliments with them. Focus on them rather than yourself. Try this. Let me know how it goes. This will really change your holiday celebrations in so many good ways and leave you feeling really full and blessed rather than insecure and lonely. And that is my wish for you today. So that's all for now. I'll be back next week for more. Please make it a beautiful week, my friends. You deserve a joyful life. Go make it happen. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together and we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.